0: Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the good word of God. And Lord, we just open our hearts for you to deposit your truth, Lord. Awaken it within us. In Jesus' name, amen. So in talking about the topic of regeneration, and I haven't got there yet, but I I do feel like I want to give it to you in Titus chapter 3, verse 4 through, actually through 7. You can look at all that. Specifically in verse 5, the word regeneration is mentioned. We have been regened, yes. regenerated, according to Titus 3, verse 5, by the Holy Spirit. We've been washed in regeneration and renewed by the Holy Spirit. And so that's in Titus 3. But let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 28. This is very important. God is very interested in us becoming like Christ. If your version of Christianity is that you, you know, believe on Jesus and He died and rose from the grave, and when you're dead you go to heaven, you have been greatly shortchanged. Do not be deceived. In John chapter 3, verse 7, Jesus said, Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. You must be born again. Easy believism is not the ticket to heaven. Uh, he's interested in us looking, uh, exampling, manifesting Christ and the nature of God here on earth. Because nobody in heaven needs you or the Lord's help. They're all looking at Him. But people here need to know that He's real. And they need to see Him. So Romans 8, 28. We know, everybody say we know. Yes. We know that all things work together for, uh, for good to those who love God. Specifically... For those who love God and who are called, be called according to His purpose. Notice it didn't say we feel, we think, and we hope that God is causing things to work together. No, we know this. We know He is. Verse 29, for whom He foreknew, He predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that Jesus Christ might be known as the firstborn among many brethren. I talked a little bit about that last week. But all of us, our our beginnings are all different. Our church backgrounds, everything, where we were born, all that's different. But our destiny is all the same. We're to be conformed to the image of God's Son. That's the goal. That's the goal. So your salvation only was offered to you because God wants you looking like Him on planet Earth. It wasn't here Sign this card and believe this, and when you're dead, we'll be together. I don't want you getting to heaven and being shocked at what God is like. I want you to know who He is here. Amen. By the gift of God that's been given to you internally, His very life in and DNA. Look at verse 30. So we're all predestined to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, that He's known as the firstborn, among many other sons and daughters and offspring of God on planet earth. Verse 30, Moreover, whom He predestined, well, those He called. Whom He called, these He justified, made right with God. That's the blood. You've been justified by His blood, according to Romans. But those He justified, He glorified. And what that literally means is God put Himself, His glory, the Greek word doxa, He put Himself in you after He justified you if you were willing to receive Him. Now He died, Christ died, shed His blood for every person on the planet. Why? So He could make glorification possible. Because the only way you are going to reveal God and be conformed to the image and, and look like Jesus Christ is to put Christ Himself in you. There was no other hope for us to look like Him, act like Him, have His attitude, right? When somebody uh, rips your beard out of your face, that you respond like Christ. The only hope you have of that is Christ Himself in you. So those He justified, He glorified. Now, the first three letters of the word glorified, G-L-O, helps you remember it. Glow. People who are born again, glow. Glow. Because they house the presence of Almighty God. I I would submit to you that if Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are living inside of you, you're inhabited by them, that should really not largely go unnoticed. (laughs) But in America, He goes unnoticed. I'll throw the stat up there for you again. Here it is. 7 out of 10 Americans, 69%, claim to be Christian. But only 29% of those... Claim to be born again. And I don't even know how many of that 29% even know what it means to be born again. They might have really consented and received the life of God and then went to work on who knows what, good works or living, you know, doing their best for Jesus. We cannot be like God apart from God. So with that, maybe 20% of Americans realize they have the potential to glow and you say well brother see where are you getting that how about this if the glory of the old testament the glory was so great moses had to veil his face how much more the glory of the new covenant that you and i are actually in moses was just you know before god and the glory was was on his face you and i are indwelt we're inhabited my Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we should glow. That's what He did. He justified you so you'd glow. Glorification. So He doesn't stop, though, with just saving you. Saving you is the beginning because He wants you to look like Him. He wants to conform you to the image of God's Son, which is His eternal purpose. See, without regeneration and new life within man only has a remedy for our sin and no divine power he doesn't want you just free from your past he wants you to have power to live presently and in the future power to live life through his life that's why each wednesday night we're teaching your, your students your teenagers at 612 youth at 6:30 p.m. on wednesday night myself the leadership are sharing with them what it means to be regenerated what does it mean to be born again Because they're going into schools where kids may claim to be Christian and they look nothing like Jesus. Why? Well, because most Americans believe that a Christian is somebody that believes the right things. It's I believe the right doctrine. Or how about this? I belong to the right denomination. I'm in the right one. Therefore, I'm a Christian. Number three, or I've got the right destination. I'm going to heaven when I'm dead. And that makes me a Christian. Don't be deceived. Jesus said you must be born again. And until you're born again, a lot of this won't even make sense to you. Because no one knows the things of God but the Spirit of God. Write this one down. John 17, 22. Jesus said, He's praying. Listen to this. Father, the glory You've given Me, glory, G-L-O, I've given them. John seventeen twenty two. That... They may be one with us, and they may be one with each other. You've seen the signs, I'm sure, out by the road yet. uh, so far out here on the property. The foundation for us as family is not that we believe all the same stuff. The foundation of us being family is regeneration. We've all been born again. God is our Father. That's why we get along with each other. That's why we work hard to maintain the unity of the Spirit until we come to the knowledge of the Son of God and the unity of the faith and all those things. Our foundation as family members puts us on mission together is the new birth, the new creation, and Jesus taught it. I mentioned John 3 already, verse 7, about you must be born again, his conversation with Nicodemus. Spiritual rebirth, New creation, second Corinthians 5:17: Born from above. So please get born out of Adam's family and get born into God's family. Adam's family is highly dysfunctional. Have you noticed? Look at this one. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11, what person perceives or understands what passes through a man's thoughts except the man's own spirit inside him, just so no one discerns or comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. No one knows the things of God but the Spirit of God. This is a thing of God. The author is the Spirit of God. Don't just read the Bible. Sit with the author. Verse 12, Now we've not received the Spirit that belongs to the world. We receive the Spirit who's from God given to us that we might realize, comprehend, and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely bestowed on us by the Lord. How about that? So why did He save you? Because He wants to conform you to His image here on earth. He wants you to look like Jesus. He wants you to glow with the presence of God. Now, I wrote this down for the word glow. Uh, one through whom God is visible. One through whom God is visible. Jesus had the glory of God. John 17, 22. Can we all bear witness that God was visible through Jesus Christ? And then Jesus said, The glory you've given me, I gave to all of them. So we need to have an understanding and a knowing that we are infused with the very life of God. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead and glowed through Him is inside of you. Amen. Tap into Him. Now, Romans 12.2 has come up a couple of times this week. Don Wheeler brought it up and Annie Lahon brought it up. Romans 12.2, Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you can prove how good, acceptable, and perfect God's will is. You guys familiar with that one? The word transformed is metamorphosis, metamorpho, where we get metamorphosis. He's writing that in Romans to believers or unbelievers. Believers. Believers are to be transformed into the likeness of God, the likeness of Christ. So take the caterpillar. Caterpillar. Becoming a butterfly, right? A mature butterfly, metamorpho. That's what he's describing. The Christian, the Christ follower, is under transformation by the Spirit of the living God that's at work within him. We're becoming more and more Christ-like through intrapersonal, intimate relationship with divine life within us. Does that make sense to you? So... You don't start as the mature butterfly. You start as the caterpillar. Those He justified, He glorified that we could be conformed to the image of His Son. Now, here's the beauty of it. You don't have to participate with Him, but He's active in you. This is His desire. When you get born again or you get saved, That's not the end of something. That is the beginning of a transformation process whereby we become more and more like Christ. Creation is groaning. America is groaning for the revealing of the sons of God. I also think it's interesting that the butterfly, in its maturity, is bi dimensional. It can touch the ground, it can touch the heavens. So when you got born again, you you think carnally a lot, but He trains you. The Spirit of truth guides you into all truth, guides you into spiritual things, because no one knows the things of God but the Spirit of God. You got born again by the Spirit of God. You're housing the life of Jesus Christ. He starts teaching you, and now you learn to navigate the heavenly realm. You start comprehending things like, hey, I don't war with flesh and blood principalities and powers, everything up here in the heavenly realm. That's what I'm fighting against. Everything down there, I just have a common enemy. The guy at work that rubs me the wrong way, he's not my enemy. I don't war with him. My, my spouse is acting a fool. It doesn't matter. Your spouse is not your enemy. You don't war with flesh and blood. You don't fight with your spouse. You fight for them. Philippians 2 Verse 13, this is amplified. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while, look at this, all the while, effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire. He's energizing you, creating in you the power and desire to will and to work for His good pleasure, His satisfaction and delight. God's at work in you. He's the one knocking on your heart's door to do what's right. Amen? You don't get that. That whole idea with, well, I believe that Jesus died. Even the demons believe that. You have to be born again. You have to realize the life of God. I'm going to consent to His life coming in and He's going to teach me. He's going to grow me. He's going to mature me. And I don't have to participate. But if I'll consent through this relationship and ongoing dialogue more and more every day, I'm going to become more like Christ. And what's your destiny? To be conformed to the image of Christ. Well, I'm a good person. I'm better than my neighbor. He's a jerk. Well, your neighbor is not the standard. Christ is the standard and you don't meet it. So you need to humble yourself and get born again. You need to receive Christ because you can't meet the standard apart from Christ meeting it in you. Oh, my goodness. Come on, Holy Ghost. Well, aren't we supposed to believe? I mentioned this last week. Yes, Romans 10 says, Believe though, believe with your heart. That's the very core of your being, not head knowledge. I believe it's true. I read it in a history book. It's with all your heart. And when you do that, you get regenerated. You can believe the information to be true and it not affect your heart. You can believe the information to be true about Christ and it not affect your heart. That's why America looks like it looks. When we're we're sitting here saying seventy percent of Americans are Christian, Christ followers, you kidding me? And we look like we look? Our morals are in the commode? Because there's a select few that actually are born again and fused with divine life. Study the New Testament. And see that divine life enters you when you receive by faith the gift of God. At that point, God begins acting in you and with you to divinely influence you to choose his choices. You have freedom of choice, but your will, if you're born again, is bent towards righteousness. Read Romans 6. Where's Scott? Amen, Scott. Read Romans 6. He saw this the other day. Blew his mind. He's a slave to do what's right now. Why? Because he's got new life in him. He's not who he used to be. He, he was a zebra and now he's a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Second Corinthians 5.17 If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. That's literally a brand new species. Scott got born out of the Adams family and now he's a new creation in God's family. So because it's spiritual rebirth, it has to come from God Himself. Now, I've given you John 1, 12 before. As many as received Him, He gave us the power to become children of God who were born. Everybody say born. Born, not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but born of God. 1 John 5, 4, whatever born of God overcomes the world. Why does it look like Morally, and there's a, a vacancy of godly values in our country because only those who are born of God overcome the world. If you're not born of God, you're going to love the things of the world and all the things in it. How about this one? Let's just hit a home run right before we leave. First John 3.9 Whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed, God's seed, and that word seed in the Greek is sperma. Look it up in Bible Hub. It means it begets you. You're begotten of God now. You're born of God, creating family, creating race. There's only two races on this planet. Now, natural man thinks differently because he can't see the things of God. You're either in Adam or you're in Christ. There's two races. And Adam is making quite a mess of things. Whoever's been born of God does not sin. God's seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he's been born of God. Bless you. Congratulations. (laughs) You can't sin by the Spirit. Your spirit man is where you got regenerated. So if you were here last week and you prayed the prayer with us for new life and to be born again, if you weighed 220 when you walked in, you still weighed 220 when you left. If you had red hair when you came in, you had red hair when you left. Because what the part of you that got born again and regenerated is the unseen part of you, the spirit part of you. Does that make sense? Well, this is powerful though. Your spirit man has never sinned. Why? Because Christ is in there. Your dumb head sins a lot. Just like mine. Amen? Amen. The flesh loves the things of the flesh. How can John, the apostle, say this, that if we're born of God, we cannot sin? Because God sees it. How many of you know He does see it because He talks to us about our mistakes? That's one of the ways He conforms us to the image of His Son. So God sees it, but He doesn't acknowledge it as you. Somebody should write a book called The True You. (laughs) If you don't have it, it's out on the bookshelf out there. (laughs) God, Amen. Several times, right? God doesn't acknowledge it as you. Because He doesn't know you by the flesh. God is spirit. And He knows you by a brand new spirit. That's why when you get to heaven, he's not going to say, uh, why should I let you in? He's going to look at you and see himself. The spirit inside, like unto me. Come on in, son. Come on in, daughter. Welcome. Amen. Paul did the same thing in Romans chapter 7, verse 20. Paul didn't say he was without sin. He said, but when, when I sin, it's not me. It's sin that indwells me. Because he understands the new creation. He understands he's been born of God, and do you realize that "born of God" right here—the last three words—is "begotten." Sound familiar? John three sixteen. Jesus Christ, the first begotten. There would be others to come that were born of the Father's Spirit, born into His family that could call Him—dare we say—Father. Jesus taught us to pray that way: "Our Father." The word seed, sperma, means producing children, producing offspring, producing family, and producing race. Wow. You're qualified by the regenerated part of you, not by the unregenerated part of you. So why are you always knowing yourself by the unregenerated part of you? Because you're still carnal. You're the car- caterpillar who haven't, you haven't really learned to discern heavenly things yet. But that's where we're headed is the heavenly realm and heavenly understanding. Does that make sense to you? Second Corinthians 5.16 says, From now on we know no man after the flesh. Those guys even said, We knew Christ that way, but we don't know Him after the flesh. We know Him in the Spirit. That's how He knows us. So when we stumble, He does not, He sees our missteps, but He doesn't acknowledge it as us. But He does go to work on conforming us to the image of His Son through the part of you that's been re-gened. Regenerated. You've got a new set of genes on the inside. Now Scott mentioned this one. I don't know if you heard him preaching over here. Romans 6.11 Likewise, you also reckon yourselves dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus died for the one race, Adam. He lives gloriously inside the new race. He died for all of us, but he lives inside the new creation race yes. Romans six23 the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. When you got born again, you got life you had not possessed before. First John five: eighteen we know that whatever is or sorry, whoever is born of God does not sin. But he who has been born of God keeps himself and the wicked one doesn't touch him. Born of the Spirit. 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born of God. God is your parent. And then we learn to forsake the natural realm of identity and color and all those things for the realm of the Spirit where the Pointer sisters say, We are family. Amen. Scott, you guys can come. I just wanted to give you some of this before we departed today because a fundamental flaw of the Western church is... Now hear me. Don't check out just yet. A fundamental flaw of the Western church is we're trying to get as many people as possible ready to go to heaven. God is way more interested in getting all of heaven into you than He is in getting you off this planet and into heaven. And what we did is we majored on conditioning and preparing people to leave the planet and Jesus' emphasis was for you to lead the planet. Amen. Bingo, right? We've been given dominion. Dottie was talking about it earlier when she was up here. We've been given dominion. He wants us to uh, ex- what's the word, uh, exemplify, manifest who God is. Because nobody in heaven needs to see who He is. They see Him. The hurting, broken, the lost, they're all here. But you receive all of Him so you can share all of Him. Christianity is not about believing something so that when you're dead, you can go to heaven. Christianity is about receiving heaven's divine life in the person of Jesus Christ into you. So that you can become what? One who glows and one through whom God is actually visible. God is so interested. I have the Lord's heart on this. God is so interested in His people looking like Him. We must take the journey unto Christ's likeness. We must. We must. America will continue to go the way of hedonism unless this supposed Christian nation full of Christian people get born again and then own the responsibility of living like Christ before other people. So that when they see, see us, they see Him. Amen.